Hello and welcome to the For Her Empire podcast. I'm your host Abby Malche and in this podcast we address the personal and the business issues that female entrepreneurs face in their day-to-day life. My guest today is Sabrina Caldini. Caldini or Caldini? Caldini, yes. Ah, Sabrina Caldini. Hi Sabrina. <laughs> Hi Abby. It's such Hi. a pleasure to be here. Thank you. <laughs> so Sabrina is a holistic life coach. And today's topic is the six pillar framework, which is part of one of her core programs uh, because she teaches a life work balance instead of a work life balance, which will be interesting to hear about. Absolutely. I'm so glad to be here and uh, talk about my signature program, which that is helping a lot of uh, female entrepreneurs, mompreneurs, and uh, many small business owners all over the world. Being an online coach, I can teach, I can coach anyone, everywhere, yeah. <laughs> which is fantastic thanks to technology. Uh, but yeah, as uh, you uh, introduced me, I am a holistic life coach. I have a specialty in brain wellness. And I'm the creator of the Life Work Balance uh, System, where I blend well-being principles with neuroscience, positive psychology, mindfulness techniques, and biohacking, which is simply the art or, or science of upgrading yourself with internal and external stimuli. And we can talk about that in a few uh, minutes, if you mm-hmm. like. Yes. Um, I have to say that I became a coach almost by accident. And I want to give a little background to to let you understand how I came up with this fantastic system. And I used to be an event and wedding planner back in the 80s, so a couple of centuries ago, I would say. (laughs) Not that long ago. Yeah, I, I saw that you were clapping hands because I'm sure you know that being an event planner and especially a wedding planner, which was my specialty, can be a very demanding and stressful yes. job. Bridezilla. <laughs> oh my goodness. And wedding planners, because of the emotional aspect, we deal with family dynamics, you know, brides and grooms, meltdowns, a lot of stress going on. And uh, even though I love my job and I love my clients, I realized that I was putting too much attention to my clients and my events and I was completely ignoring myself. And so this undivided attention really took a big toll on my well-being and on my health. And so basically I was putting myself last all the time because I didn't have the time, right? Yeah, so I have to that happens. I to work. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So poor sleep, exercise whenever I could, even though I knew it was good prevention for yes. the future. And I also had, well, I still have, but I control myself, a big sweet tooth. So I was eating a lot of sugary stuff. Uh, <laughs> wow. I know. So inevitably, I experienced uh, burnout. And thankfully, minor health issues in 2011 that completely stopped me personally and professionally. Uh, It was a very dark point in my life and my career because I really didn't know what was going on and I didn't know what to do. Uh, But I think that turning point, that wake-up call was a blessing in disguise. And so I decided to take my life back and start over. I spent months researching and educating myself about the body and brain connection, about the gut and brain connection. And I realized that everything is 
connected. Body and brain are part of a system, not two separate entities. And so I learned that what I could eat, what I would eat could affect the way I think and operate. How much I would sleep or I wouldn't could have a huge impact on my goal setting and my decisions and so on. Yeah. And so by focusing on myself before everything else, I was able to create a system that helped me improve my well-being. By the way, those health issues disappeared after a few weeks. Oh. Amazing. Yeah, it's like and <laughs> Wait, what what was it? How how does it disappear that fast? By taking care of myself with you know nutrition, better foods, more sleep, movement every single day, taking you know practicing self care, stressing yeah. less, and being you know more mindful about what I was doing, more present for myself. I became more clear about my decisions, about my choices, about my goals, you know. And so everything basically changed. I basically transformed my life and my career from the ground up, prioritizing me, and by listening, listening to my basic needs as a human being, as a human being, you know, and that's where the magic started. It was amazing. I could see the transformation day by day. So Ooh. I was able to focus, productivity, become happier, less stressed, and as a result, I became more successful and profitable in my business. So it was a win-win situation. Yeah, <laughs> you know? that slips out every day. Yeah, right. Yeah, it feels like a big, you know, a big, big story here. Yeah. And so the system that I created for myself eventually became my signature program in my coaching practice, Life Work Balance. And as you mentioned, it's based on a six pillar framework that I briefly mentioned a few seconds yeah. ago. So yeah. pillar number one is eat better. Mm-hmm. Pillar number two is sleep more. A uh, question, question. Is more daily. Um, sleep more. How many hours would you say is more? Like six, five, four, seven, eight? Yeah. How many? I would say, yeah, I would say between six and eight. That would be ideal. There are people who eat, sleep less and they claim that five hours is perfect for them because yeah, they are slept slightly focus on quality you know yeah. yeah it's not only on quantity it's also quality if you're able yeah. to really sleep soundly for five hours by all means that's more than enough if you think you're fresh and you know okay, and, relaxed okay, okay. and ready to start your days definitely um so it, it really depends on you if you feel better if you feel fresh and regenerated when you wake up in the morning after like five and a half hours i would say between six and eight that's usually the magic number okay so yeah and also because we go through different cycles we have sleep cycles throughout the night and we have five cycles from the the lighter sleep cycle to the deepest one which is the REM REM sleep where we also dream and that is also that is also related to our memory consolidation which is so important you know because again we can talk about that later but sleep is not only a resting phase but also a regenerating and we heal repair all of ourselves so we need to give the time to our body to really go through the entire process so I really love sleep Hey, no, same, same, same. Yeah, I'm trying to sleep more. 
I know, yeah. And we don't do it enough in our modern society, right? We're so busy. We always have things to do, technology. We stay up on the computer for such a long time. And it's very hard to, to say, okay, that's it. Time to sleep, right? I'm sure it happens to you very often. <laughs> I made a sleep schedule. Uh, and the sleep schedule was that I'd wake up at 6 o'clock and I'll sleep. Um, ideally, I will sleep at 9 p.m. Uh, except okay. that's worked out for a while. But then I would wake up at around um, four. So I have like two hours more to sleep. But for those two hours, I'm kind of conscious. Yeah. So I would, after that um, nine, eight hours, I only sleep like five. The others, I'm still aware of what's going on. I'm trying to like give myself a story to sleep. But then I'm too immersed in the story. I'm still awake. <laughs> so true. Yeah. I know. I know how it is. <laughs> yeah. It's the story of many of my clients as well. Yeah. <laughs> so. It's hard. It's really hard. Yeah. Yeah. With job, family and everything. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I think I was uh, listing the yes, yes. and uh, yeah. yeah, so we can go back. Yeah. So yeah. So we are food? not interrupted. So we go <laughs> to number one, eat better. Yes. Uh, and then we have sleep more. Number yes. two, number three is move daily. Uh, number four is stress less. Number five <laughs> is love yourself, uh, which is all about self-care you know and six is upgrade your life and this is mostly you know putting together all the principles that we applied before above and uh, we optimize our body we optimize our brain we apply positive psychology mind we talk about you know mindset uh, mindfulness we focus on habit creations and maintenance and so on so we really I really cover pretty much all the bases as an individual to thrive as yeah. a human being before moving to the business world. Yeah. And so basically I inspire and help busy professionals upgrade themselves by focusing on themselves as human beings first. Yeah. I have them improve well-being, optimize body and brain so that they can achieve better goals faster in life and in business. And this will eventually make more time for them to do whatever they want, whatever they love, you know, to to pursue their passions, to have more purpose in life, to spend more time with family, with friends, which I think are things that we we deserve in life. Yeah, we do. We need at least some time for ourselves and the loved ones and not just like work, work, work every single time. Like, ah. So true, so true, yeah. Definitely. So can we go through each of the six pillars? And I, I can just ask a few questions? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Definitely. So pillar number one, uh, which is eat better. And you know, I created this order, but I would say pretty much they're all important. So there's no specific order. You know, we start oh, okay. with nutrition because... You know, foods are, yes, our fuel, foods are, yes, our main energy source, but they're also information for our genes. And a lot of people don't realize that because based on the foods we eat, our organs, our muscles, our tissues, our cells get the message from the nutrients in these foods, you know, the vitamins, the minerals, the phytonutrients that we absorb through our foods are very important for the well-being of our bodies and our brain, you know? And so our bodies are designed to keep us healthy, but we must give them the right tools, which is the foods, Mm -hmm. in order to do 
to do the, the job that they oh. have to do, you know. And with that, I'm not talking about starting a diet. I was about to ask that. <laughs> diet. <laughs> a lot of people ask me that. I am totally opposed to diets because, in my opinion, they're not sustainable. So they usually focus on one area. So remove carbs or focus on protein or go plant-based or be vegan. And they don't have, in my opinion, a, a complete range of foods that we need. Okay. You know, so some of some of these diets uh, avoid certain uh, yes. vitamins, certain groups of foods that are very important. We need a little bit of everything. So I would say moderation and balance is key in okay. this uh, area. Of course, if you have allergies, sensitivities, yeah. if you have gut issues, we need to fix that first. But uh, I don't work with patients. I work with healthy individuals. And so okay. they're not having any health issues, but I help them improve their well-being with the right foods. Okay? Oh. So again, since foods is our fuel and our energy source, but also information for our genes we pay attention to eating a very well balanced diet mm -hmm. so my recommendations are usually whole foods that are nutrient dense and okay. rich in vitamins minerals phytonutrients and uh, the i would say the focus would be vegetables and fruits from the rainbow and i also love What's the rainbow i <laughs> uh, you know very colorful so try to eat all colors of nature basically so red yellow orange white purple green there are so many different foods that you can choose from and be creative and so i like to tell my clients be like a painter in your kitchen you know and try to mix colors here and there to have a very well balanced uh, diet oh, okay. also my recommendation is go organic so that we can avoid pesticides and all you know different like uh, fertilizers yeah, or ingredients that we don't really need in our bodies, you know, and those can create uh, imbalances in our digestive uh, tract. Mm -hmm. And of course, with balance, I say, of course, plant-based diet, that should be the majority, but also healthy proteins, healthy fats, and carbs. And again, I don't say no to this because we all need that for combustion, for really having a balanced body and a, a higher functioning uh, brain. So fats, fats is very controversial because people think it's bad, but it's not bad. If it's oh. a healthy fat, it's very good for you. It actually oh. helps your brain function better. You know, so I would say olives, avocados, nuts oh, okay. and seeds, uh, fish, wild caught fish. Uh, these are great sources of fat. You know, you don't want to go for a French fries, those are bad fats. <laughs> okay. Delicious, but bad fats, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. But usually healthy fats are great. Uh, also, I don't say no to grains as long as they are not uh, gluteny or glutinous uh, grains because gluten can be uh, inflammatory for many, many people. Actually, it said that research shows that we as human beings are not designed to digest gluten because okay. we don't have the right enzymes to break it down. Okay. And so that can create inflammation in our digestive tract that eventually can spread to the whole body inflammation mm. and brain inflammation. So we want okay. to stay away from that. Okay. Um, okay. 
what else? Uh, I would say, yeah, so pretty much, again, a well-balanced diet. Uh, say no to processed packaged foods because these are usually filled with ingredients that our body don't need to the cheaper. <laughs> no, right? Yeah. And they're high in calories, low in nutrients. So this is exactly the opposite that we want to do. And also I try to stay away from white flour, like again with gluten and yes. uh, such as flour, white flour, white rice, pasta, bread, crackers, cereals. Yeah, all the yummy stuff, I know. And, uh, and of course, sugar. Sugar is one of our biggest offenders. And that's what I was, you know, filling myself with oh, because I love you it. You don't like sugar. But, uh, sugar <laughs> who doesn't like sugar? I know, I know. right? <laughs> sugar is, I know, me, two hands. I don't like sugar. <laughs> it's, it's, it makes it's me luscious. You don't? Oh my God. So you're lucky. See, you don't have to. Yeah. Oh, I loved it. I love it. No, I don't like um, it. Oh, that's good. You're good. You're good because sugar is um, suppressing the immune system first, which is bad, and also promotes uh, uh, cellular aging through a process that is called glycation. So again, it has a lot of bad effects on your health, uh, not only of your body, but also of your brain because it basically uh, promotes a neurodegeneration. I, you function uh, less because of the inflammation. Okay. Um, so I would say, yeah, with the eat better again, give uh, space to colorful vegetables and fruits, healthy fats, healthy yeah. proteins, good carbs, and you will see, I mean, there will be a huge improvement, not only in your health, like body health, yeah. but also in the brain performance. You will have oh, more energy. Yeah. You will need less coffee because you will have more energy from the food. <laughs> right? Personally, I don't and, take coffee either. <laughs> You're not seeing so <laughs> great, yeah, yeah, yeah. I get energy from my foods and from water, of course. Don't forget to drink water. Water is the best thing that you can do to your body because it is, it is involved in so many different mechanisms, uh, from you know, bring helping to bring nutrients throughout your body, from you know, regulating hormone production neurotransmitters productions and neurotransmitters are the chemicals in our brain so again it is it can help you regulate your body temperature i mean i can go on hours to talk about the benefits yeah, yeah. Of water in our body so uh so this would be the eat better pillar yes. uh, and then the sleep more sleep more is also very important and i would say a lot of people think that sleep is even more important than nutrition because as i was saying the sleep is at the foundation of our well-being because when we sleep a lot of things happen in our body and so adequate sleep is necessary because of the multiple benefits. We improve our ability to focus and learn. We have more creativity, we become more productive. We are experiencing less depression, less stress, and less negativity, just to name a few. Okay. And you know, unfortunately, in modern life glorifies busyness as we yes, all know. Yes, yes. Less and less, right? Yeah, I think like walking to like 4 a.m. in the morning and sleeping at six is a healthy life. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And a lot of people think, well, 
if I sleep less hours and I work more hours, I can get better results and I will yeah. finish more projects. Yeah. But that doesn't work that way. Unfortunately, our bodies are not designed that way. We need to rest. Yeah. You know, you're not robots. <laughs> exactly. Oh my gosh. So true, Abby. Yeah. I keep saying we are human beings, not human doings. And so we need to take breaks because our brain function like a battery. And if you drain the battery, that's it. You can get anything yeah. else out of it, right? So sleep is the best way to recharge our bodies. And as I was saying, it's not only a resting phase, but also a restorative phase. So you can consider me sleep like um, a reset button for our body and brain. Mm -hmm. And our brain detoxifies at night. It basically cleans itself of harmful proteins that are usually built up between brain cells when we are awake. Mm -hmm. So this is very big. So basically it refreshes us and we're ready for the next day. Okay. And as I was saying, it also helps consolidating memory. Uh, and not only that, it helps us have a better immune system. It regulates our hormones. And uh, listen to this. A lot of people don't know this. Uh -huh. It regulates our weight. So if someone is trying to lose weight and they don't sleep enough, they will never able to shed those pounds off. What if I work out a lot? <laughs> I know. And it's not enough. Because sleep regulates these two hormones called leptin and ghrelin that helps you feel full or feel hungry. Okay. And when these two hormones get out of control, you will eat more, you will have more cravings, sleeping less, and you will not be able to lose your weight. Oh, so, okay. Again, people don't think about the connection, but it is uh, very deep. So again, sleep is very important. As we were saying, between six and eight hours, that would be the, the magic number. I would yeah, say. Yeah. Um, yeah. Also try to create... Uh, some type of ritual. What I love to work with my clients is to create a ritual like one to two hours before bedtime so that your brain gets used to that and it creates these habits so it gets trained and it, it starts to learn that after those rituals, it's time to go to sleep. And so the brain prepares you for a night uh, of sleep. And uh, always try to go to bed at the same time. Because again, Ooh. that's also part of the habit creation. And I know you're uh, laughing, which okay. is really impossible, right? This is probably <laughs> the most difficult thing for my clients to do. But once they start selecting like the right time to go to bed and they stick with it, they see a lot of improvements. Uh -huh. Because again, their brain starts adopting those habits and creates new pathways so that that time becomes the time for their brain to start shutting down, calm down, and fall asleep, you know? Okay. So, yeah, those are, you know, some of the, the tips. Also, the phone. A lot of people speak uh, sleep with their phone close to them. So, my recommendation is to either turn it off or if you use it as, as an alarm clock, put it in airplane mode because that turns off the transceiver. So you don't have magnetic, electromagnetic radiation going around in your mm -hmm. bedroom. And that helps you stay asleep as well. Okay. Uh, uh, so that would be asleep. Yeah. I have a question. I have a question. I have a question. Okay. So yes. you, had, you had said that um, before you sleep, um, you like sort of like uh, prepare yourself for it one to two hours before that um, sleep time. So for this one to two hours, what, what exactly are you doing? 
Uh, it really depends. Whatever you like to do, as long as you don't stay in front of blue light, which is usually coming from screen, computers, mobile devices, even TV. So mm -hmm. if you can avoid that, that'll be great because blue light actually disrupts our circadian rhythm, which is part of our biological clock. It's when we sleep and get up. You know, it's okay. our sleep-wake cycle. And so blue light uh, slows down the release of melatonin. Melatonin okay. is one of our sleep hormones. So the more blue light you allow your eyes to absorb, the less sleepy you will get. Oof. So oh you should be able to stay away, I know, from that blue light, from mobile devices, screen, computer, anything that is electronic between one and two hours so that your melatonin can rise and you can fall asleep better. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah. If you must work until late in the night in front of your computer, if you use a window stand, there's a, a setting. I can't, I can't remember the, 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 the name. I think it's called like night light something. So you can see the lights. I don't know. Let me see it. And so basically, I think mine is called yeah. Rudin Mood. Try to see. Mm. I don't know. It has, you know, different names depending on yeah, the, yeah. the system. But uh, this is something that you can set up. And so basically your screen gets a little reddish tint. So it, re it basically reduces the amount of blue light. You can do the same on your phone. I use an iPhone and I have something in my settings that night shift or something like that. Oh. So you can see the screen gets a little reddish. Uh, so that can help. Uh, or there's a, a software called getflux.com. The software is called f.lux, but okay. I think the website is getflux.com. Okay. And that also helps you color the screen of your computer. So okay. at least your eyes are not too, um, okay. are not absorbing too much blue light. Okay. Okay. So that can be a solution if you need to stay on your computer long. My next question is, so if, if you're someone, this question is about me. <laughs> I don't want to listen that I can relate. It's also for us. So um, I, I, I am trying the method of one, one, and a, one to two hours before you sleep. Because I've sort of given myself that I would drop everything at nine o'clock and then sleep at ten, so I can wake up at six and then get get my, my yoga and meditation and morning exercise done. Yeah, thank you. I've I've done twenty twenty one days. No. I think I think twenty one days so far. Okay, hold up. Am I might be too optimistic. Awesome. I'm using an app to track my new habits. Uh habits. Yeah. What? This is fantastic. Oh, actually, 15 days straight. <laughs> I was too hopeful. <laughs> 15 days straight. Not bad. That's great. Yeah. yeah. yeah so, Absolutely. But yeah. I'm not, I'm not sleeping that well, honestly. <laughs> because I, I know I have like eight to nine hours to sleep, but like yeah. I, I still feel myself being awake. <laughs> Well, probably because you have a lot of thoughts going on, right? Or maybe you have things that you haven't finished for the day and you're still thinking, I need to tackle them tomorrow, right? So that can be a, a, one of the, the reasons why. And a lot of my clients experience the same. They're very busy and they can't shut off, you know. Their brain is still working even yeah. if they are in bed. So what I usually suggest during that hour when you get ready for bed, you do yoga, so that's fantastic to slow down your you know, body's activities. But also what I suggest then is to journal. 
write down. Write down what you accomplished today. Write down what you haven't finished today. So you basically so do can, like a phone. Uh, like physical? You can do it on the phone, but again, oh. try to limit screen, yeah. you know, okay. screens. So if you can write down, it's actually a great exercise because you feel you're dumping your brain. You are cleaning your brain. You're clearing okay. up everything, all of your worries, all of your thoughts. You put them on paper, paper. You can have a little journal by your side, the, the side of your bed. Once you wrote everything, you can go to sleep and you're like, okay, I've done it. I wrote everything that I need to take care of tomorrow. I don't have any other thoughts to think about. And now I can dedicate time to myself and I can sleep. No, so that's an idea. A lot of my clients love that, you know, the journaling activity. Also, they write things that they were grateful for during the oh. day. And that helps them go to bed with a positive outlook you know okay. something nice or beautiful that happened in <laughs> that. goal or win or celebrations you know so that's a positive switch and that's part of my uh, positive thinking and you're dealing with something negative try to think about the positive side of that situation you know and how you can improve it how you can change it you know not become a victim of the situation that's okay. pretty much you know the same with journaling okay you have a lot of thoughts how can I make these thoughts a positive way? So I write them down and I try to understand why I had this challenge today, why I had experienced this issue, right? And so do it in before bed. It helps you clear your mind and be ready for a night's sleep. Ooh, I'll try that. Yeah. Try that to play sleep better. <laughs> Definitely try that. Yeah. I yeah. yeah. My, yeah. my method was to like, uh, okay, I like books a lot. And I don't, yeah. I don't like movies that much, but I like books a lot. Uh, and I sort of like That's animations funny. a lot. So, uh, and yeah. sometimes I don't like the storyline for a book I've read or a movie I've watched. So I sort of like write it in my head when I would sleep. <laughs> so when I'm about to sleep yeah. every night, I sort of like play a movie in my head. That's like my, my own bedtime story to myself. Like that, that is so awesome. <laughs> no, it's not. Because it, the, the storyline keeps like playing. And so I have to keep like tweaking a few things. Like this character did not make sense. That happens. <laughs> uh, well, relieving, you know, books that you read are, are a great activity, actually. But yeah, if it, it, if it interferes with your sleep, then it's not, right? Yeah. yeah. But I can't yeah. stop. I've done that for years. That's how I slept for years. So now I can't turn it off anymore. <laughs> yeah. You seem like a very creative person, right? You know, you're always creating with your mind and doing stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I like to think really so. <laughs> yeah, that's wonderful. Well, maybe the journaling can help you. So you can write down your your movie scenes, you know, from the book. And so once you write them down, oh, I tried that. Are, <laughs> I couldn't keep up on the journal. <laughs> My fingers are hurting. <laughs> and I have like three pages. Like I have three right? different books with different story ideas I have written down. Yeah. Oh my goodness! Yeah. <laughs> What type of books do you usually read? Are they like action books or? I tend to like more like adventure-ish. I'm, I'm not a biggest romantic fan. And so plus mm -hmm. most romances seems unrealistic to me. So it's more like yeah. an adventure. And I like, I always root for the villain. So if the villain dies, I'm writing it in my head. Like, no, he's not dying here. <laughs> That's why. Yeah, absolutely. So they excite you instead of. Yeah. You die, right? you know, like, I'm always rooting for them. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So maybe you should try to read something more 
calming at bedtime. I don't know. I'm thinking. A club? <laughs> oh. Uh, we'll try that. I tried downloading an app that would, give, that would tell me bedtime stories, but then they were too slow and not, not suspenseful or, or active yeah. enough. It was like one day, um, what's her name? Alice had two sisters and they were mean to her. And then she asked her mom, Mommy, why are my sisters mean to me? And they're like, get out of it. Get to the point. Boring. <laughs> so boring. <laughs> It is so boring. Yeah, absolutely. Have you tried meditation? At oh, I, I do. I do. I I, I, I yeah. do morning and night meditation every every morning, yeah. every night. So when I wake up, the first thing is yoga, exercise because I have a back pain, and then meditation, yeah. and then before I sleep, nice yoga and meditation. That's great. I still yeah. can't sleep. <laughs> Yeah. Well, probably because of those books, the adventure books that yeah. pick you up and, you know, they, they put you right there in the story, right? Yeah. Right in the middle of adventure. <laughs> yeah. So try not to read those stories for a few nights and see if that makes a difference. Okay. Uh, try that. Yeah. Do a little more meditation, less reading and, and, see, <laughs> and, and journaling. Try journaling. Yeah, I want to try the journaling. Yeah. That would be fun. I can try to help you, like, do, like, brain dump and see if you can have a better night's sleep. I really hope so. Yeah. <laughs> so, so important. I know. Oh, yeah. I figured if I give myself more time, I will sleep. Uh, I feel like nine o'clock to six o'clock or 10 to six is only eight hours. Maybe I extend it to seven o'clock, but then that will mean one hour loss. No. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people think that, you know, you sleep longer so i have less time to work but if you sleep longer you're more refreshed and you can work faster so that's the secret you know so what do you think about you know an eight hour work it can definitely be done like like in six seven hours so that makes more time for yourself you know and so that you can dedicate more time for yourself mm -hmm. so that's the the goal basically sorry yeah so try yeah let me see let me know how it goes yeah i'm gonna try journaling hopefully it'll go better and i can sleep finally ah uh, yeah, sleep. that'll be great yeah that'll be great you would see so much improvement in your daily life yeah definitely yeah <laughs> and so uh i think we were at sleep right sleep yeah more. Okay. yeah sleep more we uh we go back to the list and uh, the next one would be move daily and this is about uh, an active lifestyle and um again we always find ourselves working on our computer we don't have yes. time to take breaks we don't have time to go to the gym or just do anything else but it's very important to keep our body moving. And, you know, maybe this is something that a lot of people will love. I'm not saying that you have to go to the gym every single time because any type of movement can really help our body take breaks, recharge, get refreshed, and go back to work. So um, you can find anything that you love. You can go walking. You can dance, you can swim, you can play sports, you can have fun with your friends, you can have fun with your pets. I mean, there are so many different ways where you can put your body in motion and just do that like once, twice a day. Mm -hmm. You know, if you move every single day and you even do like 
clean the house, right? Every single day you have something to do like every few hours. So you stay at your computer one hour, you get up and take a few minutes break, like five, 10 minute break for a little walk, you stress yourself a little, and then you go back to work. Exactly. <laughs> and then every few hours you take a longer break, like one hour break. And that's when you can give your body some type of movement. Go to the gym or just stay home, do something in the house. Don't look at the phone, just focus on movement, right? That is much better than staying at your home, at your computer for eight hours and go to the gym two hours. Yeah. That will still put you at risk for cardiovascular disease. Your body is designed to move continuously, you know? So even if it's just a walk or something, it has to be movement okay. because your body locks that your lymphatic system moves better, your digestion moves better, you know, your cells lock that um, okay. boost of energy. So, because exercise has a lot of great benefits. Uh, it reduces stress. It enhances your sleep pattern. So <laughs> I exercise twice a day. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it enhances blood flow to your body and to your brain so you can think better uh, and it detoxifies your body and decreases inflammation. And also recent research has shown that uh, exercise and in particular aerobic exercise like running promotes a, a, a funny word called BDNF, which stands from <laughs> BDSM. <brain. laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Uh, okay. which stands from, uh, for a uh, brain-derived neurotrophic factor. And this creates new connections between brain cells. Isn't this mm -hmm. amazing? Oh. That's awesome. So again, so be serious about your exercise. So try to incorporate some type of movement every single day. Because yeah. again, um, it's so beneficial in many, many different ways. And then we have the uh, fourth pillar, which is stress less. And yes. uh, as we know, stress management is uh, very important because it can have a lot of repercussions on your well-being and performance in daily life. And uh, people don't know that stress can change gene expression, can cause brain damage, it can cause uh, problems to our immune system because it shuts down the immune system. So it makes you more prone to illness, to sickness, to disease. It increases inflammation and it can also cause weight gain because hormones are completely disrupted. Yeah. So it's a very, very important. I know very, very important that you are able to identify the triggers before it gets too late. And from stress, it becomes burnout. And that's exactly what happened to me. Aww. When you reach burnout level, it's very hard to get back because it will take you a long time. Aww. So again, it's always important to control your stress level every single day. So to really, I was thinking of talking about breaks. Those are paramount. Okay. You know, when you're working, especially when you're doing something intense, take breaks every hour. So that helps your, you know, your stress level to go down. Exactly. And what I do with my clients is a stress management techniques. We identify the triggers. We think about a different way of reacting to stress because, you know, stress is not bad. Stress is good. Stress is a natural response of our body oh. to react to a threat. Okay. And in ancient times, it was a bear or a tiger attacking us. So we had to 
flee. We have to run away. <laughs> right? Today, we don't have that anymore. I know. Today, it's mostly thoughts or maybe situations that we don't like maybe toxic relationships or maybe too intense um, activities at work, right? And those raise uh, stress levels in our body and in our brain. But we're still reacting in the same way. So we have this rush of cortisol and adrenaline from our adrenal glands when we feel the threat. And if this rush continues to be released, that's how chronic stress starts. And that can damage a lot of our organs, a lot of our cells, a lot of our tissues in our body. So we don't, we don't want to marinate in this cortisol all day and all night long because you need to lower that. You need to okay. have the system go back to, uh, to normal. Okay? So I work with my clients to reduce chronic stress levels because that's the most uh, dangerous um, yeah. part of their lives. Yeah. Okay, okay. That and so... Yeah, exactly. So I teach them how to react in a positive way. So they're stressed. Of course, we cannot avoid stress in our modern life, but how can you react in a positive way and lower your stress levels instead of becoming angry or mad, right? There are things that we have control on. There are things we have no control on. So we need to make the best from those situations. And so I teach them how to react positively in an active way instead of being victim. So yeah, and I have different uh, management techniques, different uh, helps like, you know, meditation, yes. as you are doing, listening to music, taking more breaks at work, uh, engaging more activities so that your body, you know, can take, can get rid of that uh, excess uh, cortisol in the okay. system. And again, um, there are so many different ways to, to do that. If if you work in like in a high stress um, stress um, environment or or a high stressful job, um, would just taking the breaks and exercising be enough, or is there like a lot more like a stress ball or something you have to like incorporate into your day to day lives? Yeah, it is hard because at the, especially at the beginning it would be very hard to be in control of your reaction. So definitely, you know, meditation and taking breaks can help, but you have to be very consistent. And I think it's mostly about your mindset. You really okay. have to shift your mindset and understand that the way your body's reacting is totally normal. So you're not under some sort of weird uh, feelings or emotions because this is how our bodies work. Unfortunately, yeah. that's something that we cannot control. But the way you can control is okay, I'm experiencing stress in this situation at work. I don't like my boss. What he's saying is totally un against my, my philosophy or yeah. my beliefs. How can I make it better? So you have to find a way to either get away with that or find a way to explain your thoughts and be able to find a way to work together. I mean, you have to find something positive that allows you to get rid of the stress response and think more clearly. Why am I angry with my boss? Why am I mad with the fact that he's saying this thing? What is the reason that makes me feel so angry? So identifying the real trigger helps you think more clearly and maybe find better solutions. You this know, something, is this people, something you can do for yourself? Like, I don't know if, if when I'm angry, I'm like, why am I angry? I don't think that thought process comes into my head. 
yeah, exactly. It's very difficult. And that's why, you know, uh, stress coaches are very yeah. helpful because they help you understand the situation from the outside. You know, okay. they're there like a third party entity. So they hear the story and they can tell you what you can do. Because when you are in that situation, it's so difficult to say, oh, wait a no, minute. No. Okay, let's take some time here, right? It's yes. Right? Yeah. So this is something that it could probably happen after you were angry. So you discuss with the coach and the coach can give you some techniques. I create a personal stress portfolio for my clients. So we, uh, we put together a series of techniques that can help them depending on oh. their personality on their job on their needs which is customized and so they work on those and after a while it doesn't happen like overnight but after a few weeks they can see the improvements because oh, they okay. are able to apply something that really is needed for to, from our body um of course if you can and job is driving you crazy and you see that you are decreasing your health quality you should change your job. <laughs> okay. Not the easiest thing to do, but okay. If this is something that is making you sick, you should change your job because ultimately you are most important. You know, you're more important than your job. And if you have the ability to do that, it's not always possible. But if you have the ability to do it, changing your job is, I would say, choice number one. Okay. Number, well, yeah. But again, possible. yeah. Learning to recognize that stress is a natural response and mm. you should work on reacting in a different way is the first step, I would say. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and then we have the self-care. Pillar number five. So this is pillar number five. Yes, and this is also very important. And this is one of the underrated pillars because people don't think that self-care is that important. I work with mainly women, but I have some uh, male clients. And when we talk about self-care, they laugh at me. And they're like, no, 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 no. Self-care is just for girls. You know, if they are the spas, the peach and paint, that's not me. <laughs> oh, thank you. Well, the stereotype. <laughs> I know, I know. And I tell them, no, that's not the case. Self-care can be, you know, one day going fishing with your friends. It doesn't matter what you do. It's just time for yourself. Mm. Time that enriches your personal life. Time that makes you feel good. Times that your, your body craves for. You know, it's really time dedicated to myself. So it sounds like a frivolous thing to many, but yeah. we really need to take care of ourselves. You know, it's not a sign of laziness, as many people think. Well, if I don't do anything, it shows that I'm not busy. I don't have clients. I'm not yes. successful. No. You're more smart if you show that you can work and have time for yourself. That's smart. Because you're <laughs> able to organize your time, right? And to manage it better. Yes. Right? Yeah. So it's not frivolous. It's not a sign of laziness. It's not optional. It's not part of luxury. It's a necessity for our well-being and since we're extremely busy in our daily lives that's when we need that more you know and uh, you were saying very well earlier abby we're not robots no, right we're not, not machines we are human beings and our bodies and our brains are need to rest we cannot function 24 hours a day mm -hmm. And so when we dedicate time to ourselves, even doing nothing, you can just stay on the couch doing nothing. That's self-care, you know, because you <laughs> want to give your body and brain a little break. Exactly. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. 
And that's how we can reignite our happiness, our creativity, our positivity, our focus, and become more productive. Because yeah. our brain then is ready to work again. It's not drained, you know. And even if you're working on a project that gives you a lot of excitement, because I have a lot of passionate small business owners, but even if you're working on something that gives you a lot of excitement and you work on that hours and hours and hours, you still need to take a break to recharge. It's mandatory if you want to achieve outstanding results. Oh, okay. you know? um, there is this culture, no, no, there is this belief um, in the entrepreneurship um, community, especially on social media, like Instagram, that this like um, hustle mentality, where you're like, like um, working to practically bled out your soul. And we tend to have this idea that as uh, a woman, in business, there are so many um, um, opposition that this is that's one an obstacle, and the best way for you to overcome that as a woman is for you to um, work and work and work and work and put in more hours than anybody else, and to the point in which um, you, you will dress after you're successful. Yeah. And it's such yeah. it, it feels very attacking and very toxic in a way. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, I am completely against the hustling <laughs> because, again, they're not taking care of themselves and uh, they are getting sick. They will eventually get sick because their brain will, their body and brain will break down eventually. They cannot go on like that. Usually, they're younger people, uh, like in their 30s, right? And they <laughs> no sleep and all work is the best way to reach success. As yeah. We Influencers, right? Influencers and gurus and experts say, yeah, um, hustle, hustle, hustle. But it's not. Again, they're not taking into consideration their bodies and their brains, which should be their biggest allies when they try to be successful. You know, and when they consider that, eventually they will have health issues, and that's you know, that's how it goes. That's how it is. Uh, I had two clients and they came to me and they were the typical hustlers, like working, working. They were sleeping like two hours a night because they yeah, were I was so grumpy when I did that. <laughs> yeah. And they were always so stressed out. They were drinking tons of coffee to keep the energy up. And they didn't know they were like on a path oh, to disaster. And so they came to me saying, Sabrina, something is missing in my life. I know I'm doing everything that I need. But I don't know, I, I can't reach the results that I was expecting. And I tell them, do you sleep? Well, I don't have time for sleep. Okay. Probably. So what do, yeah, what do you eat? And they're like, oh, I eat a lot of, you know, fast food because I don't have the time to cook. So do you exercise once a week because I don't have the time? Do you have a family? Yeah, I don't see them anymore. And I don't see them enough because I'm in the office all day. And I'm like, okay. What kind of life is this, right? <laughs> and the diagnosis is you're hungry. You need to sleep more. You need to go out once in a while. <laughs> I know. And they were very stressed out. So we, we had to do a lot of work together. But at the time, they were able to reach, to make more money, sleeping more, working less, and spending more time with the family. And that was their biggest achievement because they thought, I never thought that working less, sleeping less, giving time to myself, I was able to make more money. It was like, that didn't make any sense to me, you know? Yeah, yeah. Because their bodies were able to let them achieve what they wanted to really upgrade themselves. 
and become more present. He, the, the, both, they were both men. Both wives noticed almost immediately they were there, they were present, they were cooperating, they were part of the family again. You know, yeah. such a big feeling because not only his, he fixed his business issues, but he fixed his marriage basically because his yeah, wife, their wife, well, wife, wife. <laughs> very similar person, people, very, very efficient wife. So, yeah, I only see yeah. you two hours a day. <laughs> like, right? Yeah. I'll see you when I see you. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. So definitely, it's it's very important. So yeah, hustling is something that influencers and these gurus have uh, inspired people to do, but yeah. I I don't think it's it's the right way to mm. live life. You know, I don't think so. so it's all romanticized anyway. They they don't really talk about the the downsides of it of of how um sort of miserable you would feel and how sometimes you've you've overworked yourself to the point that you try to write something down and you can't come up with a single creative idea because you just have sort of like your your yeah. brain has just poured out and you've squeezed out your entire creative thought and everything is just gone. Yeah. Exactly. You're pulled in so many different directions and you don't give your body the rest that it needs, your brain the rest that it needs. Absolutely. And so, you you know, these people are usually uh, big multitaskers because they have to engage in so many different activities in order to finish them. And so they get mediocre results, they get frustrated, they get stressed, you know, and all the cycle starts. You know, so they sleep less because they see they cannot achieve the goals they wanted and they don't have the time, so they need to work more. Yeah. And it's, it's crazy. It becomes like a vicious cycle that never ends, you know? So, yeah, thank you for bringing up that point <laughs> because, yeah, that's part of our modern life, you know? Hustling. Yes, it is. That's, it that's is. Yeah. And then after self-care, we are at the last pillar, which is upgrade your life. And this is where we basically apply everything that we worked on. So the nutrition, sleep, movement, the stress management, self-care. And uh, we combine all these uh, healthier lifestyle uh, techniques with positive psychology. So always finding the positive side of things, always being grateful always being more mindful, also being in the moment, which helps us being more present, be more confident, increase our self-esteem, be more clear about our choices, about our decisions, know exactly what our goals are, to be clear about our purpose. And so basically, you are able to thrive in life and in business because you are balanced, you are centered, you're more grounded, you know what you want, and you have your body and brain helping you achieve your goals better and faster, basically. Okay. Okay. Oh, yeah. And that's where you, we usually celebrate, you know, Ooh. the completion of the program, and they feel completely oh. Is it like a six weeks or like a six months program or at your own Six months. It is a six month program. Yeah. Everything that we talked about seems very easy, but it takes a while because again, our brain needs to create these new pathways and that's how neuroscience comes into the picture. So brain needs to create these new pathways to create the habits, but also maintain them. Because if we create habits, but we don't maintain them, all the work is done for now. Yes, right? yes, yes. So we usually add one habit every week. Yeah, 
It's a one habit every week. So for six months, we work on this improvement week after week after week. We meet every week via um, weekly uh, sessions via Zoom. And uh, we work on different things every single week. And so, oh, okay, yeah. okay, it's okay. so it, it's so satisfying to see, you know, people who are overwhelmed, super busy, they don't know where, you know, to go, what to do. And at the end of the six months, they're like, oh, I was able to make more money. I was able to have more success. I was able to finish this. I was able to, you know, yeah. spend more time with my family. I was able to see more friends. So... Yeah. Um. So my my question now is um in the first pillar, which is about eating more, as part of the coaching, do I have to like keep a, a journal of what I'm eating so that I can like look at it and say, okay, Monday I I did not eat breakfast. Um. Tuesday I had this. Is that like part of like noting down things? Yes, that's oh. exactly. It. I have a food journal that I call Life Work Balance Tracker. Mm-hmm. where the client keeps track of everything they eat, everything they drink, because I also want to make sure that they have enough water intake, yes. which is usually half of their body weight in ounces. Uh, I also, so I keep track of food choices, water intake, sleep hours. So I want to see how... Good, how, how do you how count sleep hours, do? Like, it's like, are you counting from when I lie down to when I wake up? Or how do we count sleep hours? So I have them uh, write down the time they go to bed, the time they wake up in the morning, and also their estimate. Of course, we cannot find out exactly when we when we fall asleep. Like, okay, I'm falling asleep now. (laughs) (laughs) But their estimate, you know, if I went to bed at ten, I believe it took me like thirty minutes, something like that. So their estimate for a number of hours. Okay. Is like, okay. And so we do an average and see, you know, the last night I slept less. Let's see if you ate something that maybe disrupted that or maybe your activities that day. So okay. it's food, water, sleep, activities. So like movement. Okay. So we keep track okay. of everything every single week for the entire program, for the whole six month program. Mm-hmm. And so we can see. And I also um invite clients to go on an elimination diet. I don't know if you ever heard about it. We usually take a look at uh, possible uh, offenders in their uh, food routine, like sugar, dairy, gluten. And it's a category of 10 groups of foods like nuts, uh, we also do eggs. So I have to eliminate uh, nuts. Oh my god! I, know. I it, love I love peanuts. Oh my gosh, I love nuts so much. Yeah, but they go through this cycle where they eliminate all the food groups, and then after three weeks, they little by little they reintroduce one category, and we see if there are any symptoms: oh, like brain okay. fog, skin rash, oh. palpitations. You know, tiredness, they sleep less, you know, uh, digestive issues. So, to see if there's anything that can oh, contribute okay. to their not wellness, you know. <laughs> um, yeah. So that's part of the better pillar. Yeah, I do a lot of exercising, a lot of experimenting, a lot of um, strategizing for each pillar. Yeah. Yeah, you do a lot for your clients. Plus, you, you, you know a lot about how the body works and what hormones and, and all that. That's, whoa, that's a lot. <laughs> it is a lot. Yeah. Yeah. 
yeah, it is a lot. And, and I tell you, I transformed them completely. And they learned so much about themselves. They learn about how they can live better, how they can work better. And again, I'm not a business coach. I'm not a health coach. But I help them achieve this complete comprehensive well-being profile where they feel better without taking medications or, you know, I'm not a doctor or anything. I act on the body and brain connection. So I put everything together. I make them feel better by eating better, sleeping better, moving better, you know, stressing less and taking more time for themselves. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, and earlier, um, when introducing yourself, you mentioned two things. One was biohacking. Um, the other was, um, I think you called it, let's see, brain fitness. So, and then this, this six pillars that contributes to biohacking and brain fitness. Yes, exactly. So I got certified in brain fitness in 2018, so a couple of years ago, because I really love neuroscience. I am so fascinated by our amazing brain, and I wanted to learn how I could help my clients more by working on the way our brain works, you know? Okay. And so the way the foods we eat, how that impacts our brain function. And then when we move, what happens in our brain? What chemicals are released? When we meditate, what chemicals are involved? You know, and so, so that I could help them better and make better choices and be more aware of how our body and brain work whenever we do anything. So brain fitness, yes, it, was, uh, it became my specialty because I really wanted to understand how I can help my clients more. And I wanted to equip myself with the right tools to help them mm -hmm. more biohacking is i would say a very trendy term to just <laughs> say yeah the art or science of improving yourself and it could be as simple as tips and strategies and many of these we are doing that right now so basically a very basic biohack is mm -hmm. spending time outdoors in the sunlight because sunlight oh, okay that's i have that <laughs> I go out once a week. <laughs> if you can do it once a day, you will see some pictures. Because the sun is so bright. Helps with, the, with the sleep cycle. Yeah, uh, but itself it helps sleep cycle. So if you're having trouble sleeping, that might also be the problem. People think, well, I need to work on my bedtime routine to sleep better, but it's actually also during the day. Because when you stay outside during the day, you regulate your hormone production. So you, have, you basically tell your body to release more cortisol, which is your daytime hormone or stress hormone that gives you the energy. And then so that melatonin can be released in the night. So you create this cycle. It's about oh, okay. 24-hour cycle that we have in our bodies. It's a oh, okay. cycle. So when you take in the sunlight, maybe walking, jogging, running, playing with friends or anything, but staying outside at least 20 minutes a day. Three minutes. You can regulate your okay. sleep weight. Three minutes. 20, 30. Okay. Yeah, the more the better. <laughs> of course, up to 20 minutes, remember it's sunscreen because otherwise yeah. something could be dangerous. Right. But first 15, 20 minutes, you should get the benefits of sunlight. Oof. Possibly okay. in the morning. After you wake up. <laughs> it's so cold in the morning. Yeah, that's the best time. Yeah, because it uh, helps you, your cortisol get up, and so melatonin will be released later. In oh, the day. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah. 
no. they start doing like uh, daily grocery runs so I have an excuse to actually be outside. Oh. <laughs> oh. I'm going to try that. I'm going to try going out for a few minutes and then I'm going to yeah. try the journaling. Yeah. I'll try. Definitely. Definitely. So again, these can be considered biohacks. And you have very simple biohacks like these that cost you nothing or yeah. you have the more technological biohacks where you use maybe technology like digital devices to track your sleep or like floating tanks or uh, cryotherapy. I don't know if you heard about it, but basically your body is immersed in a very cold, icy bath uh, uh, to stimulate you know, your... No! Your, I can't take a cold bath without crying. No. I don't do that either. Yeah, but it's said to be very stimulating and very helpful. Um, So again, there are so many that I touch on with uh, like during the program with my clients. And we take a look at different ones and we select the ones that might work better. Again, the program is completely customized depending on my client's personality, strengths. We assess their strengths and see how they can improve themselves better in which area and how. Um, and uh, it's a lot of fun. I love it. <laughs> okay, so, so for this, for this uh, six months program, if someone is interested in, in working with you as, you, as their coach, um, how can they like, join the program or work with you? What's the process? Yes, absolutely. Best thing to do is visit my website at sabrinacadini.com. I guess you will put the notes. Yeah, I'll put it in the uh, description. Yeah. In the podcast page. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, so sabrinacadini.com. That's my website. So they can find more about me, my story, and uh, different programs. I have this six month program, the Life Work Balance, and I also offer a six week stress management program so it's specifically for people who have high levels of distress and also i have laser coaching sessions for those people who don't have the patience to work with me for so long Mm. Uh, we can meet 30 minutes in and out and i can help them uh, figure out what is bothering them what is getting them stuck and i can help them you know with some techniques and strategies and solutions to continue their lives and thriving and be happy and successful. Okay, okay. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, so the description of Sabrina Cardini will be in the website to be in the description. So, so wherever you're listening to this or watching this, just look down, you'll see it there. Yeah. And so um, you've been doing this for a while. What misconception people have about either the life work balance or the six weeks uh, pillar? What um, misconception have they had about what you do that you've had to sort of clarify that this is how it works? This is not true. This might be true. Absolutely. This is such a great question because a lot of people usually ask me, so what is so different about your program? I mean, I could go to any life coach and maybe they Mm -hmm. can help me uh, achieve the same goals that you promised me, right? But what I do is I would say going against the current because as you see, my program is called life work balance and not work-life balance like we are used to here and we're used to talk about right and just because we were talking about we are human beings not human doings we should be first then work 
Yeah. And so I don't understand why the word work should come first of the word life. Why work life? We live first and then work, yeah. right? So I completely switched the turn and life becomes uh, first. And so my uh, focus is on the individual. My focus is on the human being and optimizing our human being uh, skills and talents before thinking what we can do in our life you know and you know abby we are the most evolved and sophisticated species on our planet but we're still an animal species and we depend on our planet a hundred percent on the air we breathe the water we drink the soil that gives us the food we eat and so we need to pay attention to our basic needs as human beings, which are nourishment, movement, and rest, to let our bodies do their job, which is simply keeping us healthy. You know, yeah. our genes are still the same from the ones from our ancestors. They haven't changed. We have changed as a, as a society because we, yeah. have all, we are living a, a life that is completely different. So I'm not saying that we should go back to live like cavemen. Of course, you know, I love technology. I love to be in this era. But I know, right? But we are completely forgetting who we are as human beings. And that's something that we need to take control of again. You know, we lost control of that. We think that working, working, working is the way to go. But we completely ignore this part, which is our vehicle. To achieve our goals you know and so that's where my focus is i work on the individual first on the needs of each individual first before going to the business part okay so that's where my my program differs a lot a lot of life coaches think about okay so how can you improve your life your spirituality what are you thinking what are your issues i'm very technical I go to the basic needs from a biochemistry point of view, from a neuroscientific point of view. Yeah. What does our body need? Because that's our, we are programmed, you know, there's yeah. nothing we can do. So let's listen to their, to our physiology, listen to our biology, let's brain. Oh my goodness. That's when the magic happens. <laughs> and you get anything you want. You know, so I think that's the big change. I I put emphasis on life more than work, of course. But we can work better if we know ourselves better and we live better. Okay. So, oh, uh, can you see me? It's it's froze. I can see you. Uh, yes, I can see you very well. Uh. <laughs> It's yeah. now it's moving. So, um, is there oh, internet, please? <laughs> oh, the internet is slow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You had froze earlier, but now you're starting to move. But so. I see you. I see you. Yeah, I see you very well. So you didn't freeze or anything. Ah, okay. That's good. Ah, okay. Uh, so, um, are there any um questions I should have asked, or something you wanted to to talk about for we round up? I don't know. Um, 
Do I have, if I have any questions for you or? <laughs> yeah, for me, or if there's like a topic you want Probably to, uh, maybe a question I should have asked, but I didn't, as you want to talk about. No, I think we talked about uh, everything pretty much. I really hope your audience will get some uh, useful tips. And I'm so, so, so happy, so grateful that you invited me on your podcast because I know you have a wonderful audience of women who are definitely savvy and dedicated <laughs> and driven <laughs> in their lives and work. And many of them have a family as well. So I really hope they will be able to combine another basic needs as human beings to be, you know, in order to achieve goals better and faster and be able to spend time with their beautiful families. You know, I think that's <laughs> most important in our life. Ooh, yay! Sleep more and journal and go out in the sun for a few minutes. <laughs> Yes, it was so nice to have you to like talk about things from a very scientific point of view and talk about like the brain, how the brain works and the hormones and, and not just say you need to sleep, you need to sleep, but like give um, scientific reasons why you need to sleep, what exactly goes on in your body when you sleep, when you eat, and how that sort of correlates to you being better and happier and healthier. So it was nice getting that, that whole um, breakdown of how your brain connects to the rest of your body. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so awkward. <laughs> no. <laughs> You're getting a little slow, so I don't, I don't uh, see, I don't hear the the question all the oh, time. So oh, you were asking about body and brain. So you wanted to know how body and brain are connected. Uh, uh, well, okay, I was thanking you for like um, explaining um, how the body and the brain is connected, and how when you eat, so what exactly happens to your body. When you sleep, what exactly happens to your body? When you go out in the sun, what exactly happens to your body? That's actual um, explanation of what is going on in the body. Instead of just saying sleep more, eat more, but explaining exactly how this could help you and what's going on. That was a very um, nice take to hear. Yay! Yes, I'm glad. I'm glad. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Thank you for coming. <laughs> Thank you so much. Such a great chat. I'm, I'm so honored, really, to be here. Thank you, Abby. Thank you. <laughs> oh, my God, I'm so awkward. Bye. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs>